Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Star of Rock Murders with Andy Hale. Today, we have a very special episode for you. Christmas is just days away, so I played Santa Claus, and I paid Chester a visit and dropped off a few Christmas presents. While at his house, I recorded a little conversation with Chester and his sister Mary. At times, it's heartwarming. At times, it's heartbreaking. It was really hard for me to put into words all the emotions I was experiencing when I met with Chester and Mary. At times, I wanted to cry. At times, I you know, wanted to just give them a hug. It was just kind of surreal sitting there with the two of them. I still feel it. I still feel it now as I'm recording this. So get cozy. Sit yourself down next to the Christmas tree. Here we go. So it is Sunday, December 17th. I'm here in LaSalle, Illinois, uh, sitting at the kitchen table with Chester right now in his house, looking at a Christmas tree with presents underneath it, looking at uh, some great muffins that we got this morning at Millstone Bakery. A little shout out to them on, uh, on First Street. Great little place. Two huge ferns hanging in the window, Mary. I don't know how you did that. It's amazing. They're like gigantic. Chester, though, it is so good to see you. How you feel? I feel fine. You, are, you, are you doing okay? I think people always ask me. This is the question I get the most. How's Chester doing? How is his health? I'm doing all right. You know, I, I have a little pain once in a while in my uh, right arm, you know. But uh, I'm all right. Well... I'm so glad to see you. And right now, today, as you sit here, how old are you today? 84. And you're going to be 85. Um, March the 3rd, 1939. So on March 3rd of next year, you're going to be 85. Yes. Do you remember last year on your birthday what we did with that birthday cake with the candles? I, I can't remember. I, 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 like I said, I was sick and that. And I... I remember blowing out the candles. I remember that. We had, what was amazing was we had a birthday cake and I've never seen this before. You know, Mary probably remembers. She's laughing here. We had 84 candles on that cake. I thought we were going to set the house on fire. I mean, to blow those. And you actually blew them all out. I don't know if you remember that. You blew them all out. Is there anything you want for Christmas this year? No, the only thing I wanted, like I said, to, to prove my innocence. That's, that's more important to me than anything. Amen. Amen. That would be the most amazing Christmas present. And we're close. You know, I talked about this before we started recording with Chester and his, and his family here. We're very close in light of this genetic genealogy result. I don't think there's any doubt now. There's no case. There, there is no case anymore. It proves Chester's innocence once and for all. And I'm hoping that Will County State's Attorney's Office does the right thing uh, and does the right thing before Christmas because you know what I want you to have for Christmas? I want you to have be able to go to sleep at night for the first time in 60-plus years knowing that you've been exonerated, knowing that you've been proven innocent and you have your reputation back, and the whole world knows you're innocent and you had nothing to do with this Star of Rock murders. You think you sleep good? If something like that happened? Yes. Oh, my gosh. 
it's hard, you know, because we're so close and seeing you sitting here and seeing you standing right now, sitting right in front of the Christmas tree in the presents, knowing that the presents under the tree really mean nothing, you know? What, like you said, proving your innocence is, is, is the most important thing. What else do you want to say to people that are listening and been supporting you? There's a lot of people out there that have really been supporting you over the years. I just, I just want to thank, thank them for the bottom of my heart. Yeah, yeah. There, I get a lot of people that ask questions about you. Um, I appreciate their help. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. And I want people out there to know that Chester's here. He's doing great. It's amazing. You know, 84, going to be 85 in March. I just want to say, you know what? I'm proud of you. I love you. I'm so glad I met you. And I just can't tell you how proud I am of you and everything you've been through and how you are today. I thank you. And uh, so, like I said, I didn't. You and Celeste are the best lawyers I could possibly have. I appreciate everything you've done for me. It's been an honor. It's been my honor and pleasure to represent you and to have met you and your family. Uh, it's changed my life. We were brought together for a reason. I just wish I could have met you earlier, and I wish I could have helped you earlier. Um, I wish I would have met you, you know, 20 years ago, but I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did, and we'll always remain friends, good friends. I love coming out here, and uh, as, as Chester and his family knows, I like to eat. So uh, Chester and I have shared a lot of meals together. He's, he's laughing right now. You can't hear it, but uh, I brought out today, uh, I always overdo it, like a huge coffee cake, a bunch of muffins. We go to Cracker Barrel all the time. Uh, is there anything for Christmas? What What's Mary cooking up? What are you guys going to have? I don't know, but whatever they have, they, Ron and Mary are fabulous cooks, and that's all that matters to me. They, uh, we'll, we'll have turkey and dressing and probably some sweet potatoes or some kind of potatoes and some kind of salad, you know. Do you have, like, a favorite meal, something that you, like, look forward to? Like I said, they, everything they cook is fabulous. Yeah. I wish I had a Mary uh, <laughs> cooking for me, you know. Do you like sweets? Do you like cookies? I, I, I like uh, sweets once in a while, but like I see them, I'm, that, I'm, that, there's laughter at the table. I'm, I'm I think trying, I, I think I'm trying to lose weight, and I'm, <laughs> I keep gaining weight instead of losing it. <laughs> well, I haven't been helping. <laughs> um, Mary's kind of laughing because when you said you, you have sweets once in a while, I think, I think maybe uh, you have them a little more often than that, but... Uh, that's my problem is, is sweet tooth. Um, well, I, I just want to say officially, I want to wish you uh, a very Merry Christmas, a healthy and happy Christmas. Like I said, we're going to keep pushing forward. I'm hoping that the state's attorney's office does the right thing soon. You deserve it. We've proven the case a hundred times over. There's no reason to delay. Um, your conviction should be vacated. So, Hang in there, okay? I will. And, uh, you know, I look forward to coming out here again and sharing food with you and meals and uh, opening Christmas presents and everything else. Um, may God continue to bless you. I thank you. Mary, you know, you are Chester's sister. You know, uh, I think it's great that you and Ron have moved here from out of state to live here with Chester. There's a lot of love in this household. He's lucky to have family that can support him. I've seen a lot of people get out of prison who didn't have that. 
you know, uh, think about getting out of prison and not having the love and support of family. How's the person going to, you know, Chester is where he's at today, health-wise, strength-wise, mentally, physically, because of family. You, Ron, Carrie, and Nita, the whole family, I just want to say for you, I know the sacrifice you've made, and I'm proud of you, and I, I just really appreciate everything you've done. And I thank you for feeling that way. It, um, it has been very hard being away from home for over two years now. And when we're home, every holiday has been at our house with our children. We have three children, we have six grandchildren, and we have five great-grandchildren. Mm, you're and, blessed. And, and every holiday is spent at our house where Ron and I fix meat and pies and all the kids bring in side dishes, and that's what we call family and home. Mm -hmm. And here we have, um, we have Kevin and Becky, and we have Ella and Jake that come down from Chicago. And Kev, Kevin's here with us today, too, yeah, so uh, shout out here. to Kevin, yeah. too. Um, he's our support system, yeah, too. Yeah, even though he's wearing a Cleveland Browns hat and jersey, I'll, yeah. I'll let that slide today. They're, play, they're <laughs> playing the Bears, so it's okay, Kevin. <laughs> he said no, but, com yeah, he said it's, no comment. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a little different here than what, what when we're home because all of our family lives back home, and this is extended family. What would it mean to you and Ron and Kevin and everybody else if Chester got the ultimate Christmas present this year, like that, that you know. After all these years, you know what? I'll believe it when I see it. It would be unbelievable. Honest to God, it would be. But I'd hate to have to see some other family go through what we've had to go through all these yeah. years because it doesn't go away. Yeah. What the Uyghur family tree, let me put it that way, the family right. tree has been through. Right. Um all the different branches of the tree has been unimaginable, but I've seen so much love from this family. I've seen it firsthand. I mean, just sitting here now at the kitchen table and the faith you all have, it's going to happen. Um, I'm just hoping it happens, like I said, soon. And I think, I think Chester deserves this as a Christmas present. You know, we always think of our mom and dad and our aunts and uncles that are all gone, but we still have cousins that live in this area that have never moved away. Mm. And I know it hasn't been easy. And Becky, Becky mm -hmm. and Johnny. Yeah. You know, those two kids, I don't know how they have survived. You know who I think about a lot? So in my office back in Chicago, I was able to buy, just on like eBay, original like 8 by 10 black and white photographs, like Associated Press photographs from the trial. Uh -huh. And there are some of your parents in court, and that just breaks my heart. Seeing them, well, your dad, and seeing some of, like, there was one, I think it might have been, maybe it was at the jail, I can't remember. But seeing that, not only what Chester was going through as a 21-year-old, but trying to put myself in the shoes, you know, I've got a 25-year-old son, right? I can't imagine what your parents endured all those years. I know now they're looking down. I believe in that. I think they're looking down right now at us. I, they know what's going on. They're up there looking down with smiles on their faces, uh -huh. and they know how close we are. And so believe me and trust me, 
everybody from the family that has passed is there and is a, is, is a witness to this. I believe that also. I believe that. You know, um, my, my mom and dad, along with Joanne, and uh, Helen sometimes went, that's um, Joanne's sister, and his in-laws were there at times. But, you know, my, my mom and dad, my dad went until he couldn't handle it anymore. He just, he just couldn't. I don't blame couldn't him. Couldn't go. Yeah, I don't blame but him. But my mom, my mom was a strong one. She held in and she was there every, every time. Every day, my mother was there. Think and of the she's strength. held the family together. Think of the strength that took. You yes. Know? Think of that. I mean, it's... If that, it's would, if that would have been my 21-year-old son, I don't think I could have ever made it. Well, the weight of the world on your shoulders, everybody having this, you know, kind of vengeance attitude, you know, for this, I mean, these poor, these, let's not forget these three poor women that, that you know, the families for what, the, what they've suffered... Um, what these poor women went through, um, Francis Murphy, Mildred Lindquist, Lillian Oding, I mean, our hearts go out to those families. We all want the same thing. Right. Justice. Right. Justice. The right person to be found to be responsible for that crime. Just to think about, you know, that trial and walking into court every day, Chester and his family, where I'm sure everybody is just looking at you like, you know, you're you're such a monster and that's why it's so important for chester to get his reputation back and, and that also continues through the parole board too yeah i mean you know i feel for those three families um Absolutely. i can't imagine what they went through but i i hope to god no family ever has to go through what this crime has done to so many people well i think it's fitting i said this on the podcast episode last week I think it's I think it's so fitting that a crime that happened in 1960 is basically going to get solved. We had a lot of evidence, we had a lot of people come forward, which has been huge. But forensically through this cutting edge technology that's happening, you know, 63 years later this genetic genealogy. It is truly a miracle that we could take a hair found on the glove of Francis Murphy, and we can identify exactly whose heir that is. I think that is what's amazing. And, oh, this is just, I, I just think of how long, and like Whitney said in the podcast, it allows us this technology to get to the truth, to get to the truth of what happened. But, you know, Andy, it just seems like it doesn't matter what the state puts out. Nobody wants to pass this on to the people that have already handled the case, the flaws in the case, the wrongdoing in the case. And nobody, nobody wants to handle that in the state. Nobody wants to do that because they'll be marked as the bad guy that spoke. But you know what? There is so much that people don't know that went on that we know. Yeah. So much. Well, this is the thing. I'm going to talk a lot more about this coming up and down the road but everything i know that i've learned in my investigation the 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 lasalle county sheriff's office knew the illinois state police knew the state's attorney's office knew tony reculia knew 
all these things, you know, the telephone operator memo, the log wasn't the murder weapon, the twine was cut in two different places. Everybody knew that. Tony Reculia knew that. His prosecuting team knew that. Uh, the Dummett and Hess knew that. Everybody knew all that. And, and you know what is not fair? If they would have brought in all the evidence that you saw and you collected pictures of and you, you sent out, none of that was brought into court in 1959-60. No. It didn't need to be. And, and his hair had been processed when this crime happened and it wasn't his hair. Yeah. They brought none of that right. into court. You know, people are going to have to just really recognize the hard truth, okay? The hard truth is that back in the day, everybody on the prosecution side and the investigation side knew. Right. They knew. They knew or should have known. No. Uh, there is no doubt. But let's put that aside for now because let's... let's talk about Christmas. Let's right? talk about Christmas. Um, <laughs> I, I, I could go on and on and on about ranting about that. And I don't want to take away from today sitting here in your kitchen looking at this beautiful Christmas tree, looking at your beautiful ferns sitting here at the table seeing Chester, Ron, and Kevin. I just feel the love at this table. I feel the love and I feel family. Uh, tell me what you're going to make for Christmas Eve or Christmas, or is it two different meals? Uh, you know what? We haven't even thought about what we were going to have for Christmas. We've been making Christmas cookies, and Brother's been helping decorate them. We're not done yet, but we got a good start this past week. Christmas to us is just being together as family and... That's what always Christmas has been. It's just togetherness. That's and, right. And last year we gave, uh, back home we would give cookies to everybody in our family. We'd make cookies and we'd put them in sacks and we'd have a bedroom. And we'd put names on the sacks, each sack, so we knew what family they went to. And here last year we gave them to, um, we gave them to neighbors. Mm. We have awesome neighbors here. We, yeah, you do. God put us here. You got a great support. He took us out of here. Oglesby. Yeah. And put us in a loving neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. We live in a. What great do you think you might cook? What do you? What's on the list? Um, either ham or turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Or both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had both for Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 Chester piped in here Thanksgiving. You're right. He's smiling right now. He. he had, you know. <laughs> what did you want to say, Chester? I say anything they have for Christmas is all right with me. I even like uh, baked beans, and ham, stuff like that. Even anything they make Maybe is we'll good. Maybe we'll just have to have ham and anything baked beans. Anything they make is good. <laughs> I want to just say one more time that I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. I love each and every one of you, and I'm so I'm so proud and impressed at the love and I've seen at this family, and I'm so blessed that I've gotten to meet all of you. It's really been a life-changing experience for me, and I feel so enriched to just have met all of you. And so, well, We want to thank you and Celeste, too. We want to thank you for taking our, our case, my brother's case, and, and Celeste. And we also always remember Donna Kelly and Steve Spiri. Yep. We always remember them because she's the one that started the ball rolling. I, she she passed the, the torch to me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And we want to thank all the people, uh, you know, just not here in LaSalle, but all over the world that has heard about this case and that somehow has contacted Facebook where it's at. And we just thank everybody for all the support that they've given us and the help.
Amen. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. 2024 is going to be a joyous, happy year. I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my gut. There's certain things you know, and this is something that I know. I'm looking forward to coming out here again and spending some more time with you all. So Real soon. Real soon. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everyone. On behalf of Chester and his family, I want to thank you for all your love and support. All the emails we've gotten, the cards, the social media messages, the people that have reached out to me. Oh my gosh, it's just been an outpouring of love and support. And I want everybody out there to know how much it means to all of us. And I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. We're all hoping and praying that Chester finally receives the justice he so deserves and has been seeking for over 60 years. Chester will be 85 in March. It's just hard to fathom um, the journey that you know he has been on. If you want to support Chester uh, this holiday season, the family has set up a GoFundMe page. You can go on there. You can contribute in any amount you want. doesn't matter. Anything you can afford would really, really be appreciated. This show was produced by Phineas Ellis and Studio Friends. Design and promotion by Bell and Ivy. I'm your host, Andy Hale. Rest assured, as soon as I have an update, I'll be back in touch with a new episode. So subscribe and stay tuned. I hope to talk to you all soon.